Is your office manager or whoever's answering the phone killing all of your sales? Are they a total grouch? Are you spending money on marketing but not getting leads? Well, it could be that the person answering your phone is blowing the deal. And in today's episode, I'm gonna share with you what we call the grouchy greeter test. This is a way that you can secret shopper your own company and find out just how grouchy or friendly, warm and wonderful the person answering your phone is. My name is Jack Jostis and welcome to the Landscaper's Guide to Modern Sales and Marketing podcast. This show is all about helping you increase your profit, increase your close rate and have a better lifestyle. But that can't happen if the front end of the whole experience with your company is negative. And in today's video, I'm gonna share with you some real stories about uh, a, a grouchy, person who answered the phone for one of my clients and what happened when they replaced that person. We weren't getting the leads that I knew we could. We weren't getting the right leads. What started happening is that our, our leads are more qualified. Our sales have probably gone up by about 10 to 15% a year. We're going to increase our sales volume by a million dollars in a year. I worked with a high-end design build client from an affluent area on the East Coast. We worked with them on their logo, their new website, they've been around for like 20 years, and, and we helped them upgrade these things because they were way out of date. We helped them get found on Google through SEO, and all of those things were working, right? They were ranking, they were getting traffic, but they weren't getting the leads, they weren't getting the phone calls, and we uh, we found in, in their audit when we, we started working with them that uh, they didn't have very many good reviews. And I, I continually bring this up with them because people read reviews before they call you but, or, and even after they call you, they're reading your reviews and they were one of the lower rated just from, they didn't necessarily have negative reviews but they didn't have very many. They only had like three or four. And they said, well, Jack, listen, our customers are affluent. They're different the affluent, they don't really use the internet and they don't read reviews. And I had to push back a bit because we knew who their top competitor was and we knew that their top competitor actually often charges more than they do to highly affluent customers. And why would they have 40, they had literally 45 more reviews. Why is that? And they finally started to come around to it and when they finally started asking their customers for reviews and we broke the magic number which is having at least 10 google reviews their phones started ringing they started getting they started getting leads but then they told me hey our leads aren't closing I, this just isn't working we're frustrated i was frustrated uh because everything was they were ranking well they're getting the traffic they were getting the leads but they weren't closing and so one day I tried to call them um, and I just called their main office line and uh, I went through their phone tree and I clicked on whatever number for the extension that I needed to talk to. And when the person who answered the phone, uh, they answered and they said, hello, how may I help you? And I was like, oh, um, is Mary there? May I please speak to Mary? No, Mary's not in right now. Can I take a message? And they, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but this person made me feel like I was interrupting them, uh, like I was stupid, um, and, and they had no idea who I was. They didn't know that it was Jack the web guy or sales and marketing person, whatever. I was just somebody who clicked um, to, to talk to somebody at their company. And I shared this with them and they, and they said, oh, well, this person has worked here for a long time and we'll talk to them. And it didn't really improve. 
About six months later, this person quit for a different reason, and the the um, the vice president the the uh, of the company, who's who's also the the wife of uh, the president uh, who founded the company. She started answering the phone and she's the most wonderful person. She's so warm and friendly. She's the life of the party kind of person. Uh, I, I just enjoy working with her so much. And when she started answering the phone, they started selling big jobs, big design build jobs, huge sales. And when we, when we talked to them about this, we realized that it was part of, part of the problem was the reviews were missing, right? You've kind of got to do all of these things in the tree of good fortune. We talk about building out a limb for each service in each city. That's part of it. You've got to build links. You've got to have the website. You've got to have the reviews. And then you've got to have the, the human element of answering the phone politely. So I created something called the grouchy greeter test and it has um, seven key points that I'm gonna go through with you now so you can use this to see are you answering the phone in a positive way that moves the sale along or are you scaring people away okay so for the grouchy greeter test there are seven possible points there are seven things and you can either give yourself a zero it's it's bad or it's not happening a 0.5 it's okay or a one you're doing this really well so the first one is answering the phone now you wouldn't believe this but nearly 70 percent of all phone calls to small businesses are entirely unanswered they just don't answer them and a lot of people think oh uh they'll leave a voicemail but guess what most people don't leave a voicemail so you've got to have a system in place to have the phone answered and that might include after five rings that you outsource the answering of your phone to a call service there are a lot of different companies where you can do this and they can at least answer the phone collect the information send it back to you so you, you don't lose the sale entirely so that's the first one is answering the phone which happens to be one of our core values at Ramblin Jackson is be human and pick up the damn phone right so uh, and, and, and with landscaping people hate this they call people leave a voicemail they never hear back if you want to win answer the phone the next one is rapport uh, meaning are they building rapport are they asking um, questions like hey how are you today and um, how can I help and by the way do you you know do you have any pets or any anything that might impact your backyard right you know asking questions to establish some relationship should be something that you're doing on this first phone call to make people feel comfortable with you which is similar to but different from this next point which is warmth are you warm on the phone or do you sound like the lady from Ghostbusters you gonna answer that quick better jobs than this Ghostbusters what do you want right if you say hello Johnson landscaping how may I help you um, people are gonna they're gonna uh, um, I, I was thinking about spending $30,000, but now I'm kind of scared, right? Okay, so don't blow the deal by being cold. You've got you've to, and I need to work on this with my own voice. It should be warm and pleasant and, hi, thanks for calling Ramblin' Jackson. This is Jack, right? That's different from how I'm talking most of the time. Um, kind of, uh, you know, in my disc profile, I'm a high D kind of task-focused person and that that's fine but if I answer the phone that way it might feel abrasive to a potential customer so coach your people on being warm on the phone right okay the next one is asking open-ended questions um, you can't in the beginning you, you might need to ask questions like hey can you tell me what zip code you're in 
and and if they're in the no zone you, you need to tell them soon in that call hey thanks so much we actually don't service that area but there's this great website thumbtack.com where you can search by zip code and find a contractor near you um, but after you get some of the basic disqualification done of zip, of, of zip code, right? Asking open-ended questions like, oh, you know, um, how are you envision using this, this space? What have you, have you tried doing this yourself in the past? Oh yeah, we were hoping to build a fire pit and I did try it myself. We bought all this material from Home Depot, but we realized it was a total disaster. Oh, okay, what, you know, would it be okay if I asked you about your, your budget range for this, for this project, right? Um, the next one is communicating the process. So once you've outlined the process in your, in your sales process, you should be um, communicating this process on this first call. Hey, thanks so much. The next step is a phone call with our senior landscape designer. Before we get that scheduled, would it be okay if I asked you a few questions? Great. Uh, oh, now the they know that the next step is a phone call, right? You don't have to have whoever's answering the phone be a total sales pro. They might not be able to qualify and disqualify as well as somebody who has more experience. And that's why you could let them know that the next step is potentially another qualifying phone call, totally acceptable to, to schedule another call with people. Um, or if you're going to go out for a site visit, or if you're going to charge a design fee, or if you charge for that first visit, communicating the process and helping people understand that you can get another point for that. The next point is getting contact information. Chances are you might not get everything scheduled or coordinated on the first call, but um, hey, would it be okay if I asked for your, your phone number and email so we can follow up with you? Great, and by the way, what was your last name, Jack? Oh, Jack Justice, great. Um, what's your email? Now, boom, now I at least have a lead that I can follow up with. And bonus points if you can get their address, and now you might even be able to send them mail, different things like that and really help move people along. Now, the last part here is where you're gonna need a little more sales skill and it's saying no or booking the next step. So the call might end like this. Hey, you know what? It sounds like you're looking for poison ivy removal in um, a zip code that we actually don't even service. We don't even do poison ivy removal as a standalone project. So unfortunately, we're not able to help you. Great, have a, have a bell in your office that you ring when whoever answers the phone tells somebody no. Telling people no actually serves them. It serves the customer. If you know it's a no, get to the no sooner. It'll help them find somebody who's excited to do that work for them. And it actually preserves your reputation to tell people no um, earlier. Um, and then if it's a yes, getting that next step scheduled. Uh, this is the final point here, is getting the next step in the process actually scheduled, whether it's a phone call, an on-site evaluation, um, sending them a questionnaire via email, what, whatever that next step is, um, get that point there. If you help the person answering your phone do these seven things, you will close much better leads because if they, if they tell the wrong fits no, that's gonna save you a lot of time. And if they move the right fits to a yes, that'll be great too. So I hope that you don't have a grouch answering the phone. I hope that you're not a grouch. A lot of times I call business owners and they sound pretty grouchy. They're doing landscaping. Oh, I'm in a hole. 
I'm digging a hole. <laughs> Can I help you? Right? Okay, d you know, just take a minute, answer the phone with some grace. It's gonna do a, a really great, <laughs> really, really great things for you. And uh, I can't wait to work with you on this. There's way more to do to really dial in your sales process. In, in addition to having this, getting to the point where you can figure out how to create this script for your first phone call. That's one of the things we're gonna do at our upcoming Landscaper's Guide to an Optimized Sales Process Workshop, where we're gonna mail you the Landscaper's Sales Process Workbook. Yes, a print workbook with fill in the blank questions. I'm gonna coach you through it in a live event. It's limited uh, in, in the size, so that way we can still give people individual feedback on things. We're gonna mail you a book and some other things. It's gonna be awesome. So check it out at landscapersales.com, buy a ticket, and I hope to see you there. My name is Jack Jostis, and thanks so much for checking out today's episode of the Landscaper's Guide to Modern Sales and Marketing podcast. I look forward to talking with you next week.